Welcome to Coach, the professional coaching podcast. Conversations to explore what coaching is really all about, what it takes to be a great coach, and why coach training really does make the difference. Discover how coaching can help you in all areas of your life and business in a fast-paced and demanding world. So join us here to share conversations and insights with some of the best coaches from around the globe. Real coaches, real talk. So let's get started with me, your host, Teresa Brooks. Hello and welcome to Coach, the professional coaching podcast. And as ever, I look for some of the most interesting, talented and experienced coaches that I can find and experts to come on to this show. And today I'm really excited to have a very special person with me and someone that actually uh, describes themselves as the story magician. Okay, and this is none other than Celine DaCosta, who is an expert in mindset. She's mindset coach. She's a brand story expert. She's a Forbes contributor and a writer and speaker and many, many other things, a long list of talents Celine has. So before we go any further, let me welcome Celine to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. It's great to have you. And Celine's uh, joining me from Bali today. So we had quite a lot of fun working out the time zones and trying to make it all come together. Um, I'm really grateful for your time because I think, you know, your business and what you do is super, super interesting. And it's really relevant in today's world of entrepreneurs where we hear a lot about brand story. We hear a lot about telling your story and creating your message. And, you know, for some, this is actually quite a difficult thing to do. And you're going to explain to us why and how you make it so easy. So I suppose the first thing is I know that you started all of this like quite a long time ago with what you call a social experiment, Celine. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes, of course. So, um, yes, this all started a few years ago. I was um, working in advertising in corporate New York City. And uh, I won't spend too much time dwelling because I feel like a lot of people, especially coaches, know what I'm about to say, which is the whole piece around it being very unfulfilling, um, feeling like I needed to have a purpose, I needed to do more. However, I didn't want to just quit my job and go backpack around the world or something like that because being a very type A personality and really being so, so committed to having that purpose and finding what my purpose was, I wanted to do something that would have meaning. And so um, I actually decided, yes, I did quit my job in New York City, but I decided to do it uh, with flair by creating a social experiment in which I challenged myself to circumnavigate the globe by using human connection. And what I mean by that is I don't know if you've ever heard of six degrees of Kevin Bacon, which is the theory that we are connected to every single person on the planet by six degrees or less. And so I actually was so intrigued by this theory that I decided that I wanted to try it out and see if I could literally travel around the world by staying in the homes of people who were connected to me somehow. And by that, I mean friends, friends of friends, people that I literally would meet on the road. And so I spent a year traveling through over 20 countries, sleeping in the homes of over 100 people, uh, most of them who were complete strangers, and using this experiment to, to me, the intention of this experiment was, what does it really mean? What is human connection really? And are people, if, if I just throw myself into the universe and I just pursue a dream, will the universe catch me? 
is there a way that things will, are just going to work out? And so um, that's where I had this, this really big insight that brought me to the career that I have today around storytelling was that the gel that I found as I was traveling the world and literally had to make fast connections with these complete strangers. So they would let me sleep in their homes as I was traveling was that I needed to get really good and really fast at sharing my story and connecting and resonating with them in a way that would naturally make them want to support my dream. And that was a skill I had to develop very, very quickly. So I found from me that I had to learn how to become a masterful storyteller and convey my message very fast in a way that would get people on board. And the second insight around that is that I found that every single person on the planet has a story to tell. And the way you tell that story changes your reality. So even beyond me being able to tell my story, every single person I encountered themselves had a powerful story that connected us. And the way they told that story literally changed the way they lived their life. So it was really powerful. Um, I would say the number one insight I got from that experiment. I mean, that really is incredible. And I'm sure anyone that's listening is thinking, wow, like how brave of you to sort of do that and, you know, fully immerse yourself into the experience of life. And of course, there's a lot of trust there. Um, and, you know, one thing that sort of I, I feel about that is like the honesty It's the honesty, isn't it? That, you know, when you're connecting with people like that and you're asking, you're just kind of exchanging very quickly, like basically, can I stay with you? Um, they want the honesty, don't they? And we all love to hear that sort of raw truth about people. And I think, you know, that's a lot of what connects people very tightly, isn't it? When there's sort of truth and that transparency. And that's the one thing that people find really hard to do. Not many people will find themselves in a situation like yours or in fact, put themselves in it. But it's people that have traveled could resonate with that because you come across a lot of different situations. And I myself, I've traveled over like three continents and you end up in the craziest of situations, talking to people instantly and connecting. And of course, like you say, it is really, really powerful. Um, so what happened after that? So when this, this must have changed your life, so you don't just kind of come back from something like that and think, hey, I just carry on as I was. This is a, a game changer, isn't it, Celine? So where did that lead you after that kind of knowledge and that insight that you've got? Yeah. So as I was traveling, um, you know, when I left my job and I started doing this social experiment, I had an intention, which was I want to rediscover what it means to be human. That was my why, has always been my why. And uh, I want to see where this takes me. And on the other side of this, I want to create something, uh, uh, whether it's a career or maybe I find a better job. I, I wasn't, I didn't even think, oh, I'm going to make my own business. I was like, oh, maybe I'll come back to New York or a different country or a different state and find a new job or a new role that fits me. Hmm. But I knew that my life had to change and I needed to start operating from a place of purpose where I was waking up every day and doing what I loved. Um, to me, it, it came down to three things. There was three things that was leading me. Um, it was people, writing, and travel. Those were the three things that I wanted to combine. 
And so as I started traveling and telling my story and telling other people's story, what actually organically started happening is that I was posting online. I started to grow social media following. Um, Forbes heard about my story and asked me to become, um, I was one of the original columnists for women at Forbes. They invited me to document my journey. And then of course that snowballed and I started to um, have other publications reach out to me, asking me to share more about my journey. And so it became the snowball where the more I told my story, the more I would get approached asking to share my story. The more I told other people's story, same thing, the more people would connect with me, the more I would be getting asked to share um, what it is that I was learning. And so over the course of that year, organically, I started having some entrepreneurs approach me saying, oh my gosh, how are you growing your social media presence so quickly? How are you getting featured in, in these um, in, in these outlets? And, and me being like, well, let me think about it. Well, I'm telling a story. I'm, I'm sharing myself and having, um, you know, these entrepreneurs, a lot of them peers or friends of friends being like, hey, can you help me share my story? And I'm, mm. uh, I mean, I was like, okay. At that point, you know, I didn't have a lot of business background. I'm like, okay, sure. And I realized, I started seeing that the more I was helping these entrepreneurs share their story and put themselves out there, they were starting to get results. They were starting to attract more of the clients that they wanted. They would be do launches using their story and sell out their launch. And I was like, holy crap, there is an opportunity here. There's something here because number one, I love doing this. There's nothing more that I love than, than sharing, than storytelling and helping pull people's magic out of them, helping them be able to express themselves. And the second piece was, oh my gosh, this is such a powerful tool. And, you know, a few years ago when everybody was, you know, funnels was like the hot thing and strategy and big data, I'm realizing, wow, this, there's this human component that people are overlooking and not paying attention to. And so I started to do it first for fun, then realizing this can be a career, And the moment I actually went all in and said, you know what, I'm going to start helping entrepreneurs tell their story as it relates to their business, actually create powerful brand stories that um, show their why, show their message, show their values in a way that connects with what they're trying to sell and what they're trying to grow. I went all in and boom, like the moment I made that decision, my business just skyrocketed in less than than my months. I had a six-figure business and just kept growing and growing and growing from there and, and just you know, more features, more followers, and, and it just started to take its own life. And so um, I just naturally fell, fell into this by pursuing my passion, by being connected to my purpose, and by just following my intuition and where life was taking me. Amazing. And of course, you know, it just highlights that part that we're all so curious about each other. You know, like you say, all the strategy, you've got all the other stuff, but it's like we want to know people, don't we? And how how did you feel when you realized that you kind of hit this sweet spot between, you know, everything that you loved doing um, and then it being needed as well? So finding that purpose also, also to make you like, you know, profit as well how did that feel when you kind of fell into that beautiful flow because it does sound like really perfect yeah it was unreal because you know um I came, I fell into this and I didn't even know that brand story was a thing. Even a couple of years later, people were like, oh, did you hear about story brand and Don Miller? I'm like, I never heard of this. And it's funny. I would joke in the, that first time, I'm like, I, I have made up my job. I, I just, and, but it wasn't a thing of like, oh, let me be a, I don't know, just 
happiness coach or like a, oh, like joy coach or whatever coach thing. But I actually um, saw an opportunity in the market and, and, and just seeing like, it wasn't like, oh, let me just make something up and hope that it sticks, but rather, wow, people need this and mm. this market so underserved. I have the skill set to do this. And so it, it felt unreal, magical, really, to see that there was a white space in the market. I had the skill set to fit um, to fit into that. And actually doing some of that, you know, uh, it wasn't something that just fell in, into my lap, but rather being like, hey, what is my purpose? What am I truly passionate about doing? And how do I reverse engineer this into what is actually needed in the market right now? So it's also developing that business acumen because, you know, I was a really strong storyteller. And at the time I thought, oh, well, maybe I need to be a writer. But then realizing, you know, I was writing these articles for these for these um, outlets and they're beautiful articles, but I was wasting like three, four hours writing these intricate articles to get paid $40. I'm like, this is not a good use of my time. I'm not going to, I'm not going to grow this way. So how can I actually take the skill set of being a writer of being a storyteller and my branding and advertising background and mix it into something that serves the market is aligned with my purpose and is something that I'm skillful at. Exactly, because as a as a writer and a storyteller, you, you may or may not correct me if I'm wrong. You might describe yourself as a creative type, you know. And obviously, sometimes creative types and people that do this kind of work find it really difficult to, you know, find something to leverage that with to make profit as well. And so, you know, it's a great it's a great example. And as a creative, you know, life hasn't always been that always been easy and this amazing for you has it Celine because there's been times where you've had struggles and you know adversity which of course adds to all of your character as well but talk to us a little bit about those times when you did struggle a little bit with depression anxiety and you know those those kind of jarred feelings where everything's going a little bit wrong but how was that for you because I think a lot of entrepreneurs fall into that from time to time you know quite regularly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah for sure well as when I was, since I was younger, um, I, I struggled a lot with depression. I, when I was a teenager, I had around two and a half years of just chronic nonstop depression, anxiety attacks, you know, we're talking getting hospitalized at one point really? for how long these were. Yeah. Ended up in the hospital one time with an anxiety attack. And so I had this history of having this emotional imbalances and depression, anxiety. And that's part of what really drove me to say, no, I I can't live like this anymore. When I was living in New York city and having this really stressful, superficial lifestyle, it was just perpetuating the demons inside of me. It was aggravating them. It was continuing to make me anxious. It was continuing to make me depressed. It was continuing to make me unhappy and miserable. And I had to give myself a fighting chance to live a better life. And, and that's part of, you know, people say, oh, it was so brave of you to just quit, leave everything behind and go on this crazy trip. I'm like, it was, it was to me, I didn't have a choice. It was either stay and just die inside and just be a victim of my own misery for the rest of my life or leave and just give myself a freaking chance to live a better, happier life. And so I took a bet on myself. Obviously, it paid off. I didn't know that at the time. No, um, indeed. But of course, you know, people say there's two sides to this trip. There's two sides. There's the side where I was traveling the world and seeing all these different countries and meeting all these different people and learn and seeing things that I never thought were possible and learning things that I never thought were possible. It was the most phenomenal year of my life. But the underbelly of that is that 
it was one of the most painful years of my life as well, because I had to leave an old identity behind. I had to let an old part of me die and reinvent myself in a way where I didn't have an instruction manual. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what my job was going to be. There was so much self-doubt so many times where I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Why did I leave my comfortable corporate job? Where am I going to go from here? What if I end up homeless with no money and like no job? Like, what am I doing? Right. So so many times where I doubted myself, where I beat myself up. And one of the things that I actually had um, a very sage, one of the people that hosted me that, that I, I met and he said, you know, Celine, you, you left New York city physically behind, but New York city hasn't left you. You're still here and you're traveling and you're taking your time and you're technically not working, but you're still bringing the hustle with you, the busyness, the anxiety, it's still living inside of you. And so one of the things that when they say, leave your nine to five, leave your nine to five and build the laptop lifestyle, everything's going to be wonderful. Everything's going to be great. And then you leave that nine to five and sure you do get that online job and you're you know, working in Bali or, or Ibiza or Mallorca or wherever, and you're sipping your pina colada in front of the beach, what they don't tell you, because there's no instruction manual, is that you can physically leave and physically change your life and have more location flexibility and time flexibility. But if you're still miserable inside of you, until you resolve and heal that, you're still going to continue to be plagued. That's what happened with me. I built a business. I set myself, quote unquote, free from the shackles of corporate location independence, time independence, making really good money. And I hit a point where a couple of years in, sure, I physically on the external built the life I always dreamed of that the life that I was like, oh, my God, I couldn't even fathom having a life like this. But on the inside, I still did not feel worthy of that life. I was still beating myself out. I was still a workaholic, still um, having doubts of depression, still feeling anxious, still being an employee of, of my own company and enslaving myself because the patterns and the habits I had not worked through. And that was actually the biggest breakthrough that I had as a coach, um, as, as a business owner, as, as a woman and as a human being is I need to set myself free from myself. And that is what will give me that ultimate fulfillment and make me a better coach. So very wise words from the sage, whoever that was, you know, that that kind of perspective to see in you what you couldn't see in yourself at that point, um, which, of course, then changed the whole trajectory. And I think this is like really relevant as well, because there's not a person, but like let alone an entrepreneur out there who perhaps is going that's me. I feel like that. You know, I understand that. I resonate with that. Um, and you hear the stories of people who have created, like you say, all the success that they want, but still they're like, well, this, it's still me. Why don't I feel different? You know? And of course it's, it's um, a conflict, isn't it? So, you know, obviously you're, you're a coach. I'm NLP trained. We're going to move to like the blocks and the things that are, are not the things that you can just organize, like strategy, change this, do that, make money. How does this part work? Because this leads really nicely into something else that you have really stepped into, which is to do with removing these subconscious blocks and the things that we don't know that are going on, we're holding on to. So tell us a little bit about that, Celine. Yes, of course. So um, one of the first questions that I get asked is, but Celine, how do I start with putting myself out there and telling my story? And 
one of the misconceptions is great. I want to, I'm ready to tell my brand story. So let me just whip up something, a little story about my life, get a really either I'm going to write it or I'm going to hire a really good copywriter and create a, a document. And that's my brand story. And it's going to look really good. And I'm going to just put it on my website, paste it on my website, paste it on my about me, uh, pitch it to the media, um, put it on podcasts and all that jazz, right? It's magic. And that is actually, yeah, it's magic. Wow, I have a brand story. And now all of a sudden I'm attracting people, making more money and creating more influence. That is the output. That is the final result. That's the brand story. It's what comes out of you after you address what most people aren't doing, which is why most people do not, most entrepreneurs do not have a compelling brand story because what they're not addressing is why they're not telling that story in the first place. And they're not telling that story. Why is it that you're not showing up fully confident and radiating your story to the world? Why do you feel shy? Why do you feel like if you do say something, people are going to judge you? Why do you feel like your story is not worth telling or it's not interesting enough? It's because you're not addressing the underlying subconscious blocks that are keeping you from going out there and telling that story in the first place. I have clients coming to me and they're saying, okay, I want to get featured on Forbes and I want to get featured on TEDx and the media. Give me a brand story. Like, let's go, let's write this Give thing. me and one. Like, wait a minute, <laughs> hold up, hold up. Well, why aren't you, if, if you're so confident about your story, if you feel your story is so amazing, why aren't you pitching in the first place? Um, I don't know. I feel really embarrassed about pitching to people or, or no, no, no. I'm, I'm scared. I'm going to get rejected. But what, what was, what is it like my aunt's may going to think if I like t- talk about this thing, right? Mm. These are the blocks. These the are the restrictions, blocks. aren't they? They just keep you direct there. And then of course right. it's hard work, right? Mm. These are the ways, these are the things, the chains that you put on yourself, which is the fear of being rejected. I mean, I'm naming some of the common ones. Um, the, the fear of your con- of your story not being enough, the fear that what you have to say isn't interesting enough, the fear that you'll be ridiculed or that you're, you're showing off or that you're too much. These are all fears that are actually coming from a deeper place, um, likely from childhood, from the fear of my story is not worth telling. Well, who taught you that your story is not worth telling? Who taught you that your voice isn't worth expressing? Who taught you that you need to hold back on what it is that you really want to say? It's coming from these old patterns that were formulated in your subconscious. And so if you really want to show up and fully tell your story, being extremely confident, um, knowing what you need to say without having all these fears plaguing you, you need to address the blocks that are holding you back from telling that in the first place, which again, almost always comes from childhood, almost always comes from your subconscious and things that are operating in the background because your subconscious is 95% of your mind. And so consciously that 5% of your mind is like, oh, I want to come up with a really beautiful story and pitch it to media and and use it for my pitches and uh, use it for my launches and use it for my podcast interviews. But then there's 95% of you working in the background. That's like, no, 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 no. It is not safe for me to tell my story. Do not do that. Yeah. (laughs) Not do that. Do not do that. Or you're going to get rejected. You're going to get made fun of. Hold back, hold back, hold back. And then that leaves you in a place where you create a beautiful piece of content. And then you don't post it for months and months to come because you're like, oh no, I'm too scared to post this. That's what causes the blockages and the I'm stuck. I can't actually communicate and speak out. And, and that's super frustrating for a lot of, especially female yeah. entrepreneurs. I'm sure it happens to men too. 
but especially frustrating when you know that logical side of you wants to get on and they want to succeed and it's like well what what is this what is going on and of course you know not everybody has the skills or the training or the insight to be able to see what that even is in the first place which is of course why all the, all the coaches and helpers are there but you know you actually have a really uh, fantastic route now don't you around breath work Celine which I'm you know fascinated by and definitely want to speak a little bit about this because we were talking off air about how people can kind of release this rather than constantly continually working through it forever and talking about it non-stop but actually release it through breath work and so this to me sounds like a, a faster way and and you know also a healthy way so can mm. we just explore that a little bit i'm interested to find out what it all means yeah of course so um one of the things that i found and you know like yourself i'm also a master nlp practitioner um, but even with that, I was finding that I was, as I was identifying the blocks, it was deeper rooted. And so from a, um, without diving too deeply into mm. science, when we are growing up and we're creating these, these blocks around these, let's just take, I'll take one fear. I'll use this as an example. Um, let's say the fear of being rejected. And so the fear of being rejected can come from a place mom, perhaps when you were a little, little girl and you're consistently being put in a position where if you didn't perform with your parents, you would get rejected or they would ignore you. So as a child, you learned that you are going to get, if you speak up, you're going to get rejected. And so that's a program, an old program that was installed in you as a child. And so you keep on going through your entire adulthood and in your lifetime repeating this looking for ways to feel rejected in every area of your life, in your love life, in your business and in your personal life. And so what actually is happening in the back end is that when you were younger, there was one incident or series of incidents where you had a moment of feeling rejected and an emotion like frustration, fear, whatever. And that emotion got stuck in your body. So your nervous system was like, Oh my God, emotion, fear, rejected, stuck. Obviously, I'm extremely oversimplifying this for the, for the sake of, of this yeah, it uh, works. interview. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but basically, you have yeah. an emotional response that does not get processed. There's an emotion that bubbles up. As a child, you don't know how to process it, properly process it. You don't know what to do with it. So your nervous system is like, oh my God, I don't know how to deal with this. Holds it. It holds it. It holds that emotion. And this happens across several different things. So um, it holds that emotion and then you basically walk around your entire life with this emotion stuck and your body is consistently looking for opportunities for that emotion to release. So that's why you keep putting yourself in a position over and over again where you will be rejected because your body's like, oh my God, please let me, let me feel this emotion fully so I can let it go finally. But it doesn't, but you don't let yourself do that. So um, that's really what? interesting. Can I just stop you there? So, so you're talking about, you know, because people say, oh, why is it always like this? Why is it always like that? You know, and they, they can't understand what's happening. The patterns keep repeating. Yeah. But it's interesting what you say there about the body is almost like sourcing it. So it's like, let's deal with this thing. Let's find it here. Let's try it again. Oh, that didn't work. Let's find it here. Oh, that didn't work. And so you, you're just kind of like, knocking against a brick wall there aren't you but it's interesting that that might make sense to some people about why things keep repeating is that you're actually trying to eliminate it but it's still getting stuck in that place yeah 
your subconscious does not know time. It does not understand time. It doesn't know that something's in the past. So your body keeps the score. And whenever emotional events, we call them, you know, there's big T trauma, there's big T trauma and little T trauma. Big T trauma is, you know, uh, abuse. Uh, little T trauma is when you were three years old and a kid pushed you in the playground. And from then on, you learn that whenever you speak up, someone's going to push you, push you over. And then your body just held on to that. Oh my God, I got that shock, never processed the shock. And now consistently throughout your life, it will continue to look for ways to relive. When I speak up, I get pushed over, over and over and over again in different circumstances of your life. And that's why people find themselves stuck in these patterns where like, why do I keep attracting people, men who cheat on me? Why do I keep making money and then spending it right away? Why do I keep attracting this kind of nightmare client? It is because there is a subconscious block that is continuing for, to, to look for that situation to happen over and over again. Now, how do you work past that? So as you can imagine, talk therapy is not effective in this case, because you can talk about, oh, well, you can get wrapped up in story, ironically. Oh, well, this happened when I was a child and that happened. And, and I'm... I feel rejected because my dad treated me this way or, or that one time when I was 14 years old and this kid said this mean thing to me and you can continue looping that. But the way that you can truly release these blocks is by going to that emotional root and just feeling the original emotion that caused this block in the first place. So your subconscious mind can feel it and be like, Oh, okay. That's what it feels like. I'm done. And then your conscious mind can file that as being in the past. Now, breath work is the most powerful modality that followed by hypnotherapy and hypnosis are the most powerful modalities that I found to just get to the emotional root of what is anchoring that pattern in the first place. Without so the context. Of, right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So instead of spending 10 sessions discussing with a client why they feel so rejected that they can't send a pitch out or why they're so fear afraid of reject being rejected that they can't post uh, the truth, their truth on social media. What I instead do is get them in either a, hy a hypnosis, hypnotherapy session, or I lay them down breath work. And I allow them to connect their breath and connect their body to connect to their subconscious so that your subconscious can bring that emotion to the surface and just feel it. So that time when you were three years old and you got pushed in the, in, in the playground, just crying that out, feeling that anger and processing it, releasing that emotion so that it does no longer have a power over you. It and sounds so intense. Yeah. Oh, it is intense. Mm, I can imagine. I've heard some stories of breath work and it's like a friend of mine tried some recently. She was like, I was in absolute pieces, you know, in floods of tears in seconds. And so this is something obviously to be done with, uh, you know, trusted and professional practitioners. And, you know, these kinds of things are really important to be handled well, aren't they? And so you found great success with this, haven't you? And of course, if people can break through that really quickly in that way and release it, guess what? I'm imagining that, of course, things can flow through and then they can create that really, you know, genuine piece of story. Yes, absolutely. Because once they can actually coming to me, you know, if a client's coming to me with, I'm afraid of being rejected, I don't feel like my story is worthy. 
um, or I'm afraid of what this person will say. And we can actually identify what are actually the blocks, the subconscious blocks that are causing you to hold yourself back in this way. We identify them and then we actually just go right in and we say, all right, let's go to what caused you to have this fear of rejection in the first place and release that on a somatic, a mind body level. Let that go. What causes you, where's this feeling of unworthiness coming from? Where did it originate? Let's go there now and release that, allow your body to actually process and release that. Then once they release that, then we bring in back the NLP and the cognitive part and say, okay, now that you don't have this emotional charge that is basically, um, cause the pattern patterns are held in place by emotional anchors. So you release the anchor and now you, the, it doesn't have a, a power over you anymore. And you can say, oh my gosh, this pattern is not serving me. So I don't have to keep looking for validation. I don't have to keep looking for this emotion to play out. So I can actually say, no, I am not afraid of being rejected. This, there's a better way. And then when you release those fears, then and only then can you be like, all right, what's the story that I want to tell? Now you can think clearly instead of telling a story that's riddled with your fear of rejection and your fear of not being worthy and your fear of not being interesting. Mm. Cause it's gonna, it's gonna seep in. Yeah. Cause seep you need to try and tailor around that and cover up those gaps and stitch right. and create it's something which isn't quite right. That's yeah. Right. yeah. It's a bandaid story, but mm. instead you release those blocks and you can actually create an authentic story that is a reflection of who you truly are. And from there, it's just flows. That's where it flows. And you can just, piece together and then you put in the strategy of okay here's how you craft a compelling brand story here's the pieces that need to come through after that it's just flow but as you can you know probably relate to when you're feeling blocked you can't think you can't show up and process things or know what the right thing to do with your businesses or how to connect with your audience or what message you need to say when you're just your brain is clogged with insecurities and blocks and fears around saying that thing in the first place. Yeah. And, and it sounds like, you know, the word that keeps coming up for me as you're speaking, it sounds like complete freedom. You know, it's finding that freedom and also, you know, raising that awareness so much about yourself as well. It's growth, isn't it, Celine? It's growth. Yeah. And I think, you know, when people start off as entrepreneurs, they think, right, I will just do this. I'll do this and I'll do that. And I'll follow that person. That will be great. Implement that. Bob's your uncle. And then as you go forward and you can't, you know, as a coach as well, training to be a coach and learning these things, you grow naturally. And I think then these blocks actually surface even more, don't they? When you're pushing yourself out of the comfort zone and that's where it tends to be those kind of different levels and at those certain points. So, you know, this work, like a lot of other work is, you know, ongoing and never done, but also breath work. It sounds so gentle as well, doesn't it? It's like something that, you know, we will enjoy doing as well. That's not, you know, mm -hmm. hardcore strategy, but it's like you wouldn't put necessarily breath work with your business. You know, a, a lot of people think it's just the doing actions, but, you know, I love this combination of the, the energy work and the, you know, body, mind and soul work with the strategy as well. I'm really passionate about that. So, I think it's absolutely fascinating what you do and how you're combining those and also just literally living your own story. And I'm sure as it evolves and it goes forward, we'll hear so much more from you. So what's, what's next for you, Celine? What's next for what's me? Next for you? Um, well, <laughs> let's see. I'm, I think for me, it's continuing to develop this work. This is really important and it's, you know, I'm super passionate as you can, 
probably hear from, from this interview, I'm super, super passionate about helping people unleash their voice and helping them speak their truth in a way that also helps other people. Because the more you own who you are, the more you release all the things that are clouding your identity, which is all these blocks that are keeping you from actually being fully yourself, you release that. And then you're able to share your story, your experiences and your past with others. The more, number one, you can start becoming the taking a driver's seat into the destiny of your life. So you can start calling the shots in your life. And two, the more you can help other people. And so for me, my work now is expanding this. So if we want to get granular, what's next for me is I'm going to be uh, releasing a self-study course very soon so that people can create their own brand story. So um, it's called Tell Your Brand Story. I'm going to be helping people with basically doing this themselves. Um, what's next is I'm also going to be creating a group coaching program. It's called master your story to help people get that next level of support so that they can start creating their stories, releasing their blocks and putting themselves out there in a way that increases their impact, their influence, and of course their income and continuing to do this on a private level as well. I'm super, super passionate about private coaching. And like you've heard doing this hands-on and continuing to mix the, um, the, it's not just about mind anymore. It's not about let's just think about what is the best story. It's mind, body, emotion, and spirit. Mm-hmm. Those are the realms that I work in. So continuing to mix the modalities of NLP, hypnotherapy, breath work, as well as strategy, mixing them all together to really help entrepreneurs unleash their voice and do that in a way that grows their business and really connects them heart to heart with their audience, which is so important because at the end of the day, we're building businesses, we're growing, um, but it's so important. People buy from people. And so it's so important to create these really deep connections with your audience and growing yourself while you're doing that. So just continuing to expand my mission, expand my company and serve more people. Well, you know what? It's a fantastic mission. I love the way that you say heart to heart. That's exactly, you know, one of my values is connection. And I've just loved every word that you've said, Celine. And I'm pretty sure that our listeners will too. So listen, thank you so much for sharing your your story and your amazing insights. Um, you've got an incredible energy, a great passion. And I'm pretty sure that your uh, future will just go from strength to strength. So thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you for giving your time. And I'm sure we will hear more from you again, as ever, you know, socials are socials. Pretty much people can find Celine DaCosta anywhere you choose to look. Where do you like to be found? Instagram is your sweet spot yes instagram is my jam um i made this really easy my handle on instagram facebook twitter it's all the same it's at celine DaCosta, c-e-l-i-n-n-e-d-a-c-o-s-t-a so my name has two n's my website is also selenedacosta.com. And for your listeners, I'd love to offer them a gift. It's a free guide I have on three secrets to start telling your brand story. So for those of you who are listening and they're like, okay, I'm super, super ready to tell my brand story. Where do I start? I have a guide to help you get started on this path completely free. It's my gift to you. And, um, and yeah, go out there and start telling your story. Well, thank you, Celine. Much appreciated. I shall go and get my guide right now. (laughs) So we'll speak again. Once again, thanks for your time and have a wonderful evening. It's evening in Bali now, isn't it? Yes, it is. So have a wonderful evening. Thank you again, Celine. My pleasure. Bye. 
You can read Coach Magazine for free online every quarter. Just subscribe at coach-magazine.com and receive it direct to your inbox. You can order print copies, book a directory listing, find us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram.